my gosh, weird episode number 99. That means that we're kind of coming to a close of our second year. And it's been an awesome ride, my friends. Next week, we're going to be taking a look back at through our clip show and sharing some of our favorite moments here in our space in between. But today I thought that we would kind of look at the lessons of Nomad and how the story of Nomad, I should say, and how we can apply the story of Nomad to where we are all together today. Uh, But before we kind of take that little journey together, couple things happening in Nomadland is we have now a number of courses over at Teachable. So you can go visit nomadalwaysathome.teachable.com. If you're a beginner yogi, we have a beginner series just for you. This is a three-part series that you will have forever and ever. And a Who Are You Becoming? That is my latest offering for you. This is a six-week self-paced self-inquiry where we just simply ask, you simply ask this question of who are you becoming? A question we are all asking ourselves in these uncertain times. But now is the time to go within and discover the world you want to create. Now is a time to make the choice of changing the old paradigms and patterns that have been holding you back from being the fullest, most joyful you that you are meant to be. During this series, dive into deep, beautiful waters of you and remember again the world that is just beneath the surface and is waiting for you to claim it. Uh, Become who you're meant to be and are you ready? You can go ahead and discover that journey over again at nomadalwaysatome.teachable.com and over there you'll see that there are uh, lots of tools for you to use. Uh, Movement 109 practice, it's a video for each week looking at the chakras, so focusing on a different chakra for each week to bring you to this place of liberating you from your previous patterns and make space for what you're ready to manifest in your life, uh, as well as playlists for you to dance to, move to, however you want, journal prompts, other self-discovery tools like how to connect more with nature in in some new, well, maybe not new, but just a rem- uh, more of a remembrance of ways, maybe things that you used to do when you were a little kid, and some inspiring quotes that have helped me along my journey of who I've been coming, who I've been becoming and continue to become, and lots more. There's lots and lots of awesome tools over there for you for that course. And then we also just launched this week Om Wellness, which is uh, lots of snippets from our global festival that we we did back in March, as well as some older archives of my own meditations and practices that can help you with your own mental wellness during these uncertain times. So you can go over and check that out. There's lots of different teachers and healers and seekers that are from all around the world, including the United States and Spain and Bali, and they are all there helping you along this 
weird ride that we're on right now. Uh, so yeah, go ahead over to nomadalwaysathome.teachable.com. And that's kind of it right now. We're sort of taking a pause. So after the 100th episode, I have already set the intention to put pause on the podcast for a little bit of time and all the other things that we were doing uh, because I need to kind of go a little bit deeper within and work on my book. I think I've shared with you all before that I wrote my book about four years ago it's on a shelf, it's all printed out, lots of edit marks, but then I thought, I need to rewrite this because even four years ago, I feel that the stories are the same, but the way that I'm seeing the stories has shifted. And that's kind of what we're gonna look at today in our talk. Um, And I'm calling this talk today is, if you are searching, you will find this now. And if you are listening, you will hear this now. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've decided that I want to go a little bit more within and focus on that, finish up the lots of offerings that we have movement, uh, 109s, who are we becoming? I'm working with an awesome intimate group there and the facilitator training level two begins in November. And I'm just going to work with that small group as well. So taking this time to be quiet, because I think that there's, going to be some noise still where there's going to be some uncertain times for all of us and and I want to be of service but I think it's right now is getting quiet and and sharing with you along the way I'm sure I'll pop in social media in some ways and I was also thinking about connecting with with some of you via snail mail (laughs) which maybe I'll share with you more next week if um if that feels like it's a good calling so I'm looking at new ways of connecting with with my community, which is you. And um, you know, I, I what I'm going to talk about in this this talk today is I don't want to be a part of the noise, and I, I really want to be a place that is here for you, a space holder for you to experience yourself and see yourself, and you know, also acknowledge you who you are. Um, however, I can do that, and however, Nomad can do that, um, and and give you sound sound awareness, yeah, advice. I don't love the word advice, but a, a space where I can share my medicine and some wisdom that I've learned along the way. That is, I think, um, can be truly. Uh, centering and grounding because it has shifted my whole world and I'm my hope is that it can shift your whole world too in some way so yeah um, where do I want to start with this so I just listened to last year's little reflections of um, of of the year of of nomad because as we're approaching our 100th episode as i'm recording this on october 25th we're also approaching our sixth anniversary of nomad and it has been a really wild and beautiful journey being in nomad land finding it or it finding me uh and it's been a year since I, like I said, last year I was listening, I was just listening to that episode that I recorded last year and 
listening to all the things that you know we've been offering throughout these the five years that we were celebrating then and and then thinking wow what have we done in this past year and it felt like in some ways like not a whole lot because we put a pause button in march right in a lot of different ways but at the same time we have done a lot you know from that period of the end of october to march you know we wrapped up another teacher training and graduated some beautiful 200 hour teachers and ran our first movement 109 facilitator training which was quite spectacular and i'm in the middle of my second one right now in zoom and <clears throat> excuse me, I left the Hudson Valley, uh, but left some roots there in the Hudson Valley with some in the care of some beautiful nomad teachers. We went to Bali. We led a retreat in Bali just before the lockdown happened here in March. And that was pretty quite remarkable and magical. And then we came back and Jen, who's been on here and you know, because I speak of her often that she's one of our nomad teachers and team members. She came up with this beautiful idea of the global festival. So within, I think, two weeks, maybe a week, I can't remember. It was a whirlwind. But of the lockdown, we hosted our global festival with uh, all these beautiful souls that I've met along the way on my journeys who are have gifts you know of teaching yoga and also sound healing and akashic records and uh, breath work and so many other modalities and we brought them all together in one platform through nomad and beyond uh, global festival in in march the end of march and then from there we we really shifted our presence to being online not just our online studio that we we relaunched back in January, forgot to mention that, but yeah, we relaunched our online studio in January, but then we moved things over into Facebook and Zoom and Instagram, more on doing lives there. And and then uh, now we're at Teachable. So yeah, we did a lot. <laughs> and why I'm sharing this with you is because the message that I'm sharing with you today is that we always have a choice. and. I know that right now things feel very dark and chaotic and certain. When this comes out, it will be election day. And I think that it'll be a day that maybe you're not listening to this or maybe you are listening to this as a way of like not listening to the media and just taking a pause for yourself. But whenever you end up listening to this, yeah, uh, we might be still in a state of uncertainty. Yeah, in terms of if you're listening to the in the United States, in terms of the elections, you might also be listening to this and hearing it in a place of uncertainty because of the pandemic. You know, um, the numbers right now on October 25th, they're surging in our country and we're moving into winter, which means that we don't have the option to be outdoors like we had been in the summer. So there might be um more surges because people are still getting together in closer quarters and not being so mindful or there might be and or i should say more um places of isolation right going and not spending as much time with people in the physical sense um you know maybe still in zoom but that has been i'm a little zoomed out i don't know about you uh but yeah so there might be some uncertainty and feeling alone in terms of that. So 
this this is here for you today wherever wherever and whenever you're listening to this this is here for you to remind you even during these dark chaotic uncertain times that we do have a choice and i want to kind of remind you of what the past seven months has been um, in terms of choice and i also want to kind of reflect also on the choices that i had in my own journey uh, so yeah, I, I think if you're if you've been listening, you know my story. You know the story of Nomad. If you haven't, I'll just give you a little bit of a recap. You can listen to previous episodes. But you know where Nomad was founded was in this very dark, chaotic, uncertain time in my own life back in 2013 when I was going through a divorce, a sudden divorce. Um, the death of my father, uh, physical n- non uh, physical illness, I'll say, um, a lot of pain, physical pain, a lot of emotional pain. I was putting my dog down. I was leaving my job. I ended up leaving my job, giving my notice just around this time, seven years ago. And I basically had a nervous breakdown just about exactly seven years ago right now and drove in my car, got in my car from the Hudson Valley and drove to see my mom in West Virginia. And during that drive, it's about four and a half hours, I, there was a lot of crying and listening to music and a lot of like, what the hell is next? That drive was this space that we're all in right now of listening and, and of uncertainty. And it was a huge choice for me to say, am I going to go to my mom and say, I'm having a nervous breakdown, commit me? Or am I going to go to my mom and still cry and have a nervous breakdown, but say, I have another vision for myself. This vision that that life has presented to me these past, it would have been probably 10 months, yeah, it all started in January, um, was just, uh, was a story of destruction. You know, there was so much breaking down of what I knew was safe, uh, home, stability, peace. There was th- those ten months was just destruction after destruction. When I thought that something was safe, it was pulled away again. Uh, and so that drive was a very significant drive for me because I had been looking in the mirror for a good month and a half every day going I don't know who I am anymore I kept looking in the mirror and seeing this sickly sad girl and I didn't know who she was and she had been through hard times before you know she had been through really hard times in her childhood and where she didn't have anybody to share it with and and go to and that that person that I should say woman (laughs) I was a woman in my 30s uh, seven years ago and I looked in that mirror and I didn't know her anymore I didn't I couldn't see the light that used to be in her eyes and when I drove to my mom's and I said I need to figure out how to find that light again within me and within my life and I came up with this idea during that drive and you know there had been little glimmers of it but I couldn't see how it would be possible prior to that because there was just so much other heartache around it. But 
when I drove there, I decided that I was going to make a choice. I was going to make a choice to find, move towards that light. I knew that it was somewhere. I couldn't see it in my eyes, but I knew it had to exist. Maybe it wasn't inside of me right now, but I needed to find what it could be, that spark, right? Find a match <laughs> to light me up again and to light up my world again. And so as I drove to my mom's, that, those four and a half hours, and cried and cried, I remember listening to, oh gosh, what is that song? Oh my goodness, I can't remember, my friends. Um, but it was basically, the line is, I've cried so many tears, all I can taste is salt. Right. Um, and and I was crying. I was literally crying in that moment and having tears just stream down my face. And I and I could that's all I could taste on my mouth was salt. And I had actually gone to the acupuncturist for a couple of weeks prior saying all I can taste is salt in my mouth. All I can taste is salt in my mouth. I didn't even understand because it wasn't like a salty treat friend. But when that that song hit, um, and I heard that it was like I've just been crying way too much and all I can taste is the salt the salt water of my tears in my mouth uh and I just said okay there has to be something different here and I came to okay what lights me up okay what lights me up is I teach I have a gift of teaching I have a skill that I'm good at teaching which was at the time yoga and what also lights me up is seeing a world in a different way, traveling to different cultures, traveling and tasting different foods, hearing different languages, and seeing how other people can make choices to live, right? And maybe they don't see it as a choice. Maybe it's just all they know. You might hear my little friend, dog friend in the background. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and so I thought, okay, I want to bring other people to this place of traveling. I want them to experience what I've experienced in traveling and how can I do this? And so I came up with uh, Nomad, Always at Home. And it was my idea of bringing my skill of teaching, my love of teaching, my gift of teaching to travel around the world and have other people not only through the eyes of, of yoga but through the eyes of traveling to see what kind of new world was possible for them right to have an experience through their bodies and yoga and through seeing other the way other people live and how they could bring that back with their own lives and create something really magical for their own lives, you know, and that doesn't mean like big, huge shifts in their lives, but maybe just that shift of perspective that would turn a light on and maybe brighten them up and, and light them up in a new way. And so by the time I got to my mom's, you know, I, she, I, I, I just remember that hug. I'll never forget that hug, but I just kind of melted in her arms and I said, I'm sorry. And she said, it's okay. I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for you to break down. Like one thing after another was just coming at you. And that was 10 months. And if you want to think of where we've been since the lockdown, that's been seven months. So plus three months to that, my friends, um, was just really, you know, 
there were a lot of break, mini breakdowns, but that was like the major breakdown. And so, you know, I came inside and she made some food for me and I cried and shared whatever it was that was the trigger, that kind of that, that, that straw that broke the camel's back moment. And I said, I just can't go back to my job anymore. It just felt so toxic and it wasn't leading anywhere. And I said, but, but <laughs> I have this other idea. And if this other idea is a crazy idea, you can commit me. <laughs> I actually think I said that. And I said, but if it isn't, I want to do this. And she listened and she said, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And then we brought in my stepfather and said the same thing. And he said, I think that's a great idea. And so, you know, I stayed in bed and cried in bed for a couple more days and just kind of let my wounds start to heal from the 10 months and let my mom serve me food in bed. And yeah, it was, it took those couple of days of just, you know, giving myself that, that space to grieve. And then I went home and I gave my notice on my father's birthday, October 28th. And that was the seed that planted Nomad. And then a year later, we launched Nomad. I launched Nomad, I should say. I launched Nomad, uh, you know, building, building it up. So all this to say that we are in that drive right now. We're all driving four and a half hours or seven months or four years and maybe another four years. I don't know when I'm when I'm recording this I don't know how long that drive is. <laughs> and maybe by the time you're listening to this you don't know how long this drive is going to be either. But we have a choice right now in this drive. We have a choice. We have a choice and we've had choices. So with the pandemic, we've had a choice to isolate ourselves. Right there is this term social distancing. I sh- I shifted that word to show social protection, um, but there was also this choice to isolate, not to be near anybody. Right, not to go outside to have that fear of of connection again with others. Yeah, and I made a joke. You know, when I see my friends and we're wearing masks, we're like, I was like, this is the new safe. You know, kind of like our safe sex of like a condom. It's like you have a mask on, you can hug the person. Um, so we're in this weird new place of finding new ways to connect. So we have this choice of, did we want to isolate ourselves and kind of sit in that, that space of darkness, right? Cause when we don't have physical connection with people, um, we, that, that can really challenge our own mental wellness, right? When we hug people, when we have that physical connection with, with people that releases oxytocin, which is that love hormone, Right? We need that. We need those hits throughout our day, throughout our lives. But we've made what I've seen. I don't know about you, but what I've seen is there is the other choice of finding those connections, whether it is being on Zoom a bit more than you usually wanted to be on. But it was that you were connecting with people and we were you know, connecting in a different way. We were being more vulnerable because now all of a sudden we're all in this together We can't kind of be like keeping up with the Joneses. We're all home, right? Especially those last, those first couple of months, we were all at home. We were all in our PJs. We were all, you know, with our business shirts on top and our sweats on the bottom and kids running in and out of the house and dogs barking and, right, trying to 
pretend that we can't pretend anymore that our life is you know perfect if you were that person who went into an office right there's seen inside of your world right so we have but i think that that was a beautiful thing right we were all kind of leveled in that we we're all in this together so we decided hey we're all in this together let's make stronger bonds new ways to connect Right. And I think that we've been doing that. I think we've been finding ways. I've been connecting with my friends from around the world that I probably wouldn't have, you know, um, as regularly as I had with all of this. Uh, moving from West, uh, moving to West Virginia. That's the funny part is here I was seven years ago driving to my mom's. And now here I am seven years later. And I actually am starting to make a home here in West Virginia. But, you know, I still go back and I see my my people in New York. I still, my heart is still there. I'm still kind of, my roots are still there in some way. But I'm making those trips that I, when I see them, the connections are even greater than they would, ha they might have been if I was still there, just kind of seeing them popping in. Um, so we have it, we had this choice and we still have this choice with the pandemic of, of isolation or how are we going to connect in a deeper level? in a new way. And then we also had in the midst of that, right? Remember all the way back to May when we we were seeing all of these you know, heightened states of um of awareness of social justice issues, right? When George Floyd was was murdered, yeah. When he had his knee uh, a knee on his neck and he he died and there were other, you know, there were other, there are other moments leading up to that, but that was really the spark, right? And that was this moment to see was, were these issues around social justice and also, you know, and then moving into the protests, was this a way of further separating us from quote unquote other, right? Being other, being a different color um, than yourself, perhaps, yeah. Or was this going to be a new way of communicating and treating each other, right? Seeing each other, hearing each other. And there has been a lot of dissonance, right? It, so, so the media shows, right? So there have been some protests that have been a bit more violent, yeah. But people were angry, right? They've been angry. They've been kind of turning the other cheek for a while now and and needed that voice, right? Needed that space to, to be heard and seen. And I think that I think that people are really starting to listen. And now there are a bunch of people starting to listen, but angry and scared and feel fearful. And so that's bringing their own stuff up, right? And making their own choices. But that's, that's the gist of this, is we all have a choice. So yes, there was this choice of seeing the other and fearing them and angry at them or um, you know separating yourself from them. <laughs> or we can also see it, the other choices, and there are many choices, but I'm just gonna kind of narrow it down to two right now. Or this other choice being that, wow, I have not been playing my part, you know, or I have been playing my part. Maybe it was a role or, or a role that you were playing from absence of, of not really hearing or seeing somebody that looks like or hear, sounds like the other. And so how can I, you know, offer space? Yeah. And realize that there are no others. Yeah. 
what I've been de denying out of somebody who doesn't look like me, um, I've probably been denying for myself too, right, in some way. And so that was another choice that we have been making since the end of May. And now here we are in the election season. Yeah, the choice being, are you red or are you blue? Right, are you Trump or are you Biden? Um, but I, I really see it not so much as colors or people, um, you know, two choice and two people to vote for, but this choice of anger, hate, fear, chaos, chaos is a big one, right? Or moving to a place of respect, love, hope, equality, reciprocity, right? New ways of understanding somebody else's point of view that you might not agree with. Um, new ways of looking at mental wellness or mental dis-ease because this I believe all of this, actually all three of these, are just unearthing what has been here this whole time is that this country specifically, and other parts of the world too, but this country specifically has a very, very big problem with mental disease. And there is a certain person that is running or might already be in office who has a mental disease. And I will be bold enough to say, if you feel that you want to vote for this person, you probably have some sort of mental imbalance too. Because if you're really operating from the place where he's speaking of a fear, and you really truly believe that there is so much hate and fear out here in this world, then there's something off. And I'm not going to say that you are disease, but there, there's some sort of imbalance there. Because if you're really saying that you're moving from a place of love and choosing to vote for this person because of love, I haven't seen that yet. I have, I've asked many people, how do you see him moving from a place of love? And there has not been a good, and there has not been a response enough. There's a lot of been, um, well, God wants me to, you know, protect all of the lives, right? That that was the that's been a big argument. All of the lives that haven't been born yet. Yet in the same breath, they'll support, you know, gun laws, right? Or the support of the Second Amendment, I should say. And which means that you would be able to take somebody else's life. So I don't quite understand that. There is some sort of disconnect that you haven't quite figured out yet for yourself. And so there is some sort of level of fear that's driving you. And that is a that is an imbalance within you. Um, when things are aligned, when you're really truly operating from a place of unconditional love, and you can see all of the possibilities, yeah, there are no right or wrong answers, yeah when you can see that everything is possible and you move truly move from a place of love of understanding that other people might have choices too right and that if they're making their choices from a place of love right then then we're all in a good place we all have the intention of love but if there is an alignment with fear and hate and anger 
um, then we're going to have some problems. Yeah, then there's separation. Then there is there is another. There is there everybody is other. Yeah, but when you look from a place of unconditional love, there are no others. We all belong. It all belongs. Even even those places of chaos, they do belong in some way. Yeah. But I'm not going to vote for somebody who brings chaos into this world. Yeah, I'm going to vote for somebody who's going to honor and respect what somebody might not, who might seemingly be other. Yeah. So we've been making choices this whole time. And I just want to remind us that we're making choices. We've been making choices and we continue to make choices. And so as we're on this drive together, whether it is another four hours or four months or four years, uh, we have choices that we can make within ourselves, yeah, within our own lives. And when we make those little choices, that might not be seemingly big, right? There are these waves that will ripple out into the collective wave. And so how do you want to show up? Right? How do you want to make the most of these times, these uncertain times? Because I feel that yes, there is so much hatred and chaos and anger that's here in, in the ether, but it's to kind of bring it out to the ether so it can dissipate, it can dissolve, and then we can get it out because it has been down deep in the earth for so long and it has been bubbling up. Yeah, our our actual earth is burning away the impurities yeah it's on fire it's trying to burn away these impurities and bring it out to the ether as well to dissolve and then so that we can regenerate we can create a new life together and so what do you want to do with these times how do you want to make the most of it right what impurities do you need to burn for yourself to create space for a new world for your own life what lights you up what lights you up and how can you shine it for us? So for me, what lit me up was that I love to teach. I love to share the tools, whether it be yoga, whether it be self-inquiry, whether it be labeled as Movement 109, whether it be labeled as meditation or Dharma talks or whatever. I know that I have some sort of medicine to share with you all and myself because I learn as I as I hear you your feedback and as I speak um, and so what lights you up you don't have to take my path right you have to take your own path so is it cooking for others yeah bringing food to somebody who is isolated this winter <clears throat> yeah who might not have the pod that you have maybe you can cook for them and leave them some food outside if they're not feeling safe to welcome you in um, maybe it is just holding space and listening to someone, even if it is on Zoom or FaceTime, right? Listening to somebody. Maybe it's a skilled a skill that you have that you're ready to share in the world. Yeah, maybe you create a course like we have over at Teachable, right? Um, it doesn't have to be something that is so deep and profound. Maybe it's just some a hobby that you have, right? Making making uh farm farm uh 
what and what am I looking at right now? I'm looking I'm obsessed right now at farm tables and dining tables and so maybe you have the skill of making those, right? And selling those. I might buy one, so reach out to me. <laughs> uh yeah, it doesn't have to be something that's going to be like this huge, you know, shift in consciousness. Maybe it's just something that brings you joy and you know that it'll bring joy to others. Like art, right? Maybe you are just need to bring some light into this darkness with your art, your craft, a skill. Yeah. Uh, so we have choices here. We can choose to stay curled up in a little ball. Yeah, there's a time and space for that for sure. I definitely had it too. But are you going to stay there or are you going to eventually get up, give yourself some food? or let somebody else bring you food, take a shower, take a bath, put on a new pair of clothing, clean clothes, and then see that there is another day upon us and it will continue. There will always be light and you can be one of, you can make the choice to be the light too. So, that's what I have for you. You always have a choice. Even in the dark, chaotic, uncertain times, you always have a choice. And no matter how long that drive is and whether you know what's on, how long it's going to be or what's going to be on the other side of it, right? A lot of times we don't know what's on the other side of it. Um, you got to keep going. Yeah. And how, how are you going to keep going? What's that choice? What do you want it to be on the other side? And I just want to approach this too, because this came to me, you know, we've all heard this, I'm sure. Uh, I was, I was, I'm taking a course in the Akashic Records with my friends, Martin and Marie and Bali. Uh, and see, that's why I love, I love where we're at right now. I get to take a course via Zoom in Bali and feel like I'm there again. Anyways, uh, but so we, we broached this, you know, idea of when the tree falls or if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? And we came to this idea again and we, and you've probably pondered with this a little bit, but you know, it needs an observer, right? Even if we had, as you said, there was a microphone there and nobody physically was there. It's going to make a sound because there's an observer. The microphone is the observer, but if it's not there, yeah we don't know yeah it needs the observer and so sometimes I do wonder about all of this like especially now during the chaos like who is listening is there an observer or am I just kind of speaking out into the ether yeah um because why I'm saying this is because nomad will not be a part of the noise it's not going to be part of the chaos that that tells you to operate from this place of fear it's not going to tell you to operate from a place of anger or hate uh and so right now i am kind of in this space and i i mean i'm i'm in this too of just pulling so far away from you know media and social media these past couple of weeks and just like overwhelmed by all of the noise even emails, you know, places that I like to receive newsletters I haven't even opened because they're like get it coming to me at like three times or four times a week. 
And I noticed we were doing this too because we had a lot going on in Nomad and we wanted them to be, you know, getting to you. But then I was thinking like, oh, I don't even want to be a part of the noise. I don't want anybody to see another email from Nomad and go, oh, I can't, I can't right now, right? Because I've done that. Or seeing a post about whatever, right, um, in social media and and not wanting to listen to it because maybe it's positive and you're just so used to the toxic, chaotic things that you're kind of drawn to them right now. Um, whatever the reason is, I, I am committed to not being a part of the noise. Yeah, Nomad not being a part of the noise. Uh, what we offer are healthy resources to help you envision a new world and create it for yourself create this new world for yourself, create it for all of us, right? We need you to be you. I say that all the time. We need you to be you. And so Nomad is here to give you different resources to explore that for yourself. Yeah. We're still committed to offering you new experiences on and off the mat. And I'll even say on and offline. Yeah. So that you can live a fuller life with more uh, joy, gratitude, confidence, and connection. Yeah, we, we bring you tools on how to explore within. We bring you tools on how to create a world that you want to, to live with and, and, and be in and so that you can connect with yourself and with others on a, on a deeper level. Yeah, not the surface level. And that's the thing, too, I'm seeing out here is, you know, there's so much noise and really good, good noise, too. Um, but it's, you know... In the spiritual world, I'll just kind of focus on the spiritual and healing world. But I'm seeing a lot of surface. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of people searching for things. Um, but and I'm seeing what's popular is very still surface. And we go deep here. We go deep in Nomad. And that might mean that we don't have as many people listening to the tree falling in the in the forest. But that's okay. Because I show up. I do the work. I do deep work on myself and I'm showing you all a very deep expansive way of seeing and creating a new world and that's the world that I want to be a part of I want to part I don't want to just kind of plant the seeds and and not and hope that the rain comes but the wind doesn't blow them you know so they don't get planted I'm ready to dig deep there put those seeds deep in there put it you know water it come by every day <laughs> see them grow yeah I'm in it I am in it for myself I'm in it for you I'm showing up for you you're all my little seeds that are planted deep down in there and we're going there we're letting those roots go deep and wide and far and I love this image um, that Martin said yesterday about the tree right a, a, a tree that's growing up and out and wide has to have the same roots that go deep and wide and far right you can't have this big enormous oak tree with little tiny roots it just won't hold it right you've got if you want to create this big beautiful life you have to let your roots go deep and wide and far and be just as deep as you grow up and wide and reach to the, the skies, to the heavens. So we're here to help you do that. We're here to root those and plant those seeds together. And those, those seeds are endless possibilities for you. They're endless uh, if, you, if you're here, yeah, working from a place of love. I think that's all I have to say. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. And so my hope for you is that you recognize that you have a choice. You always have a choice. And if you are searching for what that choice could be, I hope that you find this now. I hope that you find what lights you up. I hope that you find, if you haven't already, your gift for this world and that we need you to be you. We need you to discover that gift and that skill and share it with us. And it doesn't have to be major. Yeah, it doesn't have to be so deep. It just has to light you up and light us all up. Yeah, be authentic. And we're here to witness you. We're here to see and hear you in all the ways. So if this resonates with you, let us know. Send a send a message. You can reach out to me in lots of different ways. If you go through Nomad or through my website, phoebeleona.com, uh, you can write a review if you're listening at this Apple podcast. Would love a review. The more that we get these reviews, the more we get to have observers, yeah, Feel so that we're seen and heard and we can all grow our community and get our roots to go deeper and wider and further. Yeah, and more sustainable. So write a review, send us some comments. Yeah, um, share with your friends. Yeah, share with your friends and say this isn't part of the noise. Yeah, this is this is some work that we're all we're gonna do together. And again, I'm taking a little bit of a pause soon after our clip show next week, but I'm still here. I'm still here. And we have for you to work on your own time, our teachable courses. Again, they're nomad always at home.teachable.com. We have the beginner series for you beginner yogis and and non-beginner yogis. Yeah, it's good to have a beginner's mind. Yeah. So if even if you've been practicing yoga for a long time, maybe you need the basics again. That's with myself, Samantha, and Karina, who are our senior nomad teachers. And then my Who Are You Becoming six-week self-paced course and our OM Wellness, which is a number of practitioners, yeah, facilitators, teachers uh, from around the world offering you some mental, physical, spiritual wellness practice tools. And I'll also do a little plug too. My course, I also have another course over at Daily Ohm, Move Your Core, Change Your Life. And that is my Movement 109 practice in a shorter way. It's just the practice and some journal prompts and a guided meditation. Um, But yeah, so I'm all over the place, but I might not physically be here in terms of uh, showing up in in live live ways for a little bit, but um, you you can access the teachings that we have uh, through myself and through Nomad at those those platforms, Teachable and Daily Om. So I think I will leave us with that. I will be back for a hundredth episode next week. Until then, keep driving, keep driving through these uncertain times and know that you have a choice. You can choose which path which road you're driving down and what's next.